The NFL weekend got started last night in a big, big way. Kansas City comes from behind and then holds on to beat the Chargers at home on Thursday night football. Big one in the AFC West early on in the season. This one matters more than any Week 2 game and really more than any Week 2 matchup, which is why things played out the way that it did. There's been a lot of criticism today towards Kansas City, or excuse me, towards the Chargers, taking away from some look, some much-deserved praise towards Kansas City. I said it last night, there, there's a lot that the Chargers still needed to show, and I still think they did some of that, but this is still the last big hump for Justin Herbert and the Chargers is finishing one of these games, but there was something that Kansas City needed to show as well in its own big divisional game as it's trying to regain some of that power in the AFC as a conference beyond just the division. you got to get past the division and then go through the rest of the AFC. And Kansas City did that as well, but ultimately, look, this was just, this game gave, this, this game was everything I wanted. I can't speak for anybody else. Each quarterback had one of the prettiest, most physically attractive throws that you will see. Patrick Mahomes on that 41-yard touchdown pass, and then Justin Herbert at the end of the game setting up the Chargers' last touchdown before the failed onside kick, and the game is over. But one of the things that's really just been so stunning for me today has been the reaction to the Chargers and specifically to Coach Brandon Staley. He has been getting ran over by one bus after another the entire day today. And for the life of me, I can't understand it. And it comes from people I've... I, I absolutely respect their opinion. This isn't to bash anybody else and throw them under the bus after they throw Brandon Staley under the bus. I just don't know what we're doing with our football analysis if this is the takeaway from from what we saw last night. This was earlier today on ESPN Radio with Canty and Carlin filling in for Greeny. This is a bigger problem for L.A. because Brandon Staley has absolutely no feel for the game. Mm. has absolutely no feel for the game. We're we're talking yesterday wondering, at least I am, if he's going to be overly aggressive in some spots and and just frankly double down on some of the the analytics that are involved in this and going for it in places that he shouldn't. And then last night, there are three opportunities in the first half to go for it in fourth and two at the 18, fourth and two twice at midfield. He does it in none of them, and one of them settles for a field goal. And then later in the game, his quarterback is hurting. His franchise quarterback is hurting in the worst way, and he left him in there. And there's two parts of this that I want to look at. Again, that was earlier today on ESPN Radio. For that to be the takeaway after what we saw last night, that Brandon Staley doesn't have a feel for the game, I, I, I can guarantee you right now that if if the Chargers win, let's say they you know they even had a little bit more success, let's say they go five for nine on fourth down because they were abysmal on third down and maybe that's just a mentality thing that they know this offense feels like it has four downs and and maybe that's part of it the Chargers were really bad on third down but they were four for four on fourth down let's say they go five for nine and still lose the way that they do that exact same thing is going to happen like Brandon Staley is just in a no-win situation with the way that he set himself up 
as a head coach last year of being the aggressive guy, being the one that says, I don't care what you know if I'm supposed to punt here because that's the NFL and how we do things. I'm going to do things differently, and he's been doing that. It's it, 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 it's so baffling that a coach, a, a team went for, yes, they lost the game, but a team went four for four on fourth down, and that wasn't enough. It wasn't good enough. It wasn't situational football enough. He has no feel for the game. The only place that I, it, it, the only place that I would really, if if, if we're going to throw any criticism out for the Chargers and for the coach of this team who is a former defensive coordinator and knows, you know what it means to go up against some of the best offenses in the NFL. Brandon Staley, that's his background. He's a defensive. He was a defensive coordinator under Sean McVay with the Rams before coming over to the Chargers. So if there's any criticism that we want to throw out at the Chargers last night, it's just it's that you have to know better than to not blitz against Patrick Mahomes that much because he's going to burn you. And he did over the course of the game. But that's the only thing. I'm not I'm not here for calling out the Chargers for anything that they did on offense, for any for not going for it on fourth down enough. I'm not even here for criticizing the Chargers for having Justin Herbert go back out there with a rib injury. If this is any other game, if it's any other game, even if it's a divisional game against any other team, I don't think there's any question. Justin Herbert sits on the bench and Chase Daniel finishes the game. You eat this one. It's week two. There's still a lot of football left to play, and I get that. But we had the same conversation last week with Bills and Rams when there was so much criticism towards you know Josh Allen's running too much and Josh Allen's taking too many hits. It's week one. There's a long season to go. And this is coming from, look, I, I've been on that side in a lot of cases. It's not necessarily a flip-flop, but you got to understand the situation. I've been on that side of being overly cautious at different times in, in different situations in the past. Like I remember that that really horrible injury that ended up being Tua's last game at Alabama before he goes into the NFL draft. Of course, he gets drafted by the Dolphins. I think they were playing Arkansas. You're Alabama. Go beat Arkansas. You don't need Tua to go beat Arkansas. Alabama had a big lead in that game, and... I remember getting in arguments with people. There's no need for Tua to be in that game. He never should have been in that game. Th- there are times when you when you do take the side of overly cautious. I'm more looking at the situation than what time of year it is. That's an important win for the Buffalo Bills against the Rams. An important way to start the season. You steal one on the road. It's a big confidence booster. It's a way to get the start the season started when everybody's talking about you as the Super Bowl favorites. And these look to be, in the AFC West, these look to be the two that have separated themselves. You have Chargers and Chiefs in one group, and then right now Raiders and Broncos in in the second tier until we hear otherwise. These games matter more than any other game that you're going to play in a in a week two. And on, I mean, Justin Herbert, the, the, the touchdown drive that the Chargers win on at the end of the game, Justin Herbert looked better on that one than he did the rest of the fourth quarter before the rib injury. Like, let, the, let, your, let your quarterback go out and ball, man. If there's that connection and there's that understanding between coach and quarterback, you got to have trust. You got to have trust in your guy. I mean, yeah. Guys, you know, players want to play. Coaches have to know that at some point you have to take them out of the game. 
But the Chargers understand how razor thin the margins are in the AFC West, and it's only week two, but you don't get to decide when you play Kansas City. You're playing Kansas City now. You want to go steal one on the road from Kansas City. I have no problem with Justin Herbert going back out there because clearly he was able to. Now, if he went if he went back out after the rib injury and could barely move, he takes a snap and drops back and then just falls straight to the ground because he can't move, then sure, we can have another conversation about it. But the criticism of the Chargers today just does not make any sense to me. Not that any of us really have a good understanding of what we're watching in these games, but I know it's certainly not that. That a head coach doesn't have a feel for the game or that the Chargers don't, you know, the Chargers don't know what they're doing. The Chargers uh, cost themselves this game. The Chargers didn't handle the game right. They didn't manage the game right. Not here for any of it today. I mean, never mind the fact that that game gave us everything we wanted in these AFC West matchups that we have circled over the course of the season. Yes, that that the Chargers the Chargers blew it. Big picture, Chargers blew it. Chargers got to win that game if we're really going to start talking about the Chargers in the conversation of the upper echelon teams. Fourth quarter of both games this year hasn't been particularly pretty, so there's still more to go here for the Chargers. But if I'm in that locker room after the game, I mean, yeah, you lost, and it's a wins and it's, it's a professional business. It's a wins and resu- wins and loss results business. But there's not too too much those guys have to feel bad about. As far as Kansas City goes, solid start to the season. Patrick Mahomes is pa- Patrick Mahomes is reminded us like th- this felt like. Super Bowl dynasty conversation, Patrick Mahomes, that we were having the, the the year he won his first Super Bowl of, you know, this guy's going to own the NFL. He's going to do things we've never seen before. He's going to be, you know, this unbelievably special player. Some of that did come back in Patrick Mahomes last night. So that was that that was good to see. All in all, all in all, it was just a really fun game 